Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're able to join us online for our services this autumn. Do please leave a comment or a like, it's always good to hear from you. And if you would like to donate towards the cost of these services, you will find how to do so in the accompanying text. But now, may the light and peace of Christ be with you all as our worship begins. The chief priests said to Jesus, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Welcome everyone to our choral Eucharist on this the 17th Sunday after Trinity. We're delighted that you're joining us for this online act of worship. 
we begin with an opening prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins. Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Almighty God, you have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless till they find their rest in you. Pour your love into our hearts, and draw us to yourself, and so bring us at last to your heavenly city, where we shall see you face to face, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. All the congregation of the people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages, according to the commandment of the Lord, and camped at Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people found fault with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you find fault with me? Why do you put the Lord to proof? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people murmured against Moses and said, Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? So Moses cried to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, Pass on before the people, taking with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand the rod with which you struck the Nile, and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the fault-finding of the children of Israel and because they put the Lord to proof by saying, Is the Lord among us or not? This is the word of the Lord.
A reading from the letter to the Philippians. If there is any encouragement in Christ, any incentive of love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfishness or conceit, but in humility count others better than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For God is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. This is the word of the Lord.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I also will ask you a question, and if you tell me the answer, then I also will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, whence was it? From heaven or from men? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we are afraid of the multitude, for all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. What do you think? A man had two sons, and he went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterwards he repented and went. And he went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, The first. Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the harlots believed him. And even when you saw it, you did not afterward repent and believe him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Father, would you put your words upon my lips? Authority is a strange old thing, isn't it? Where do we get our authority from? What do we do to exercise it? What's the point of it? I wonder sometimes if, the, if we lived in a world without authority, wouldn't we all be free? I grew up in the 70s. Um, I remember and I had a certain rebellious attitude to authority. I'm a bit better now. Well, some other times I'm better. It seems to me that the issue of authority is important very much these days, maybe more so than it's been for decades, because we have dictators like Vladimir Putin who use their authority to subjugate. It's an easy one, isn't it? We might call that the authority of might. And perhaps we might expect God to wield the same kind of mighty authority, striking down his angels, sending... Um, people to get rid of the bad guys, condemning those bad guys to eternal damnation. Perhaps the way God is seen and acts in the Old Testament. But there are other issues of authority, and there are other kinds of authority, aren't there? There's the authority of experts, and this has been eroded by conspiracy theories. It worries me, you know, that we don't kind of hold people in authority. We don't give them that anymore. 
And of course, finally, there's the authority of the church. Um, what does that look like? Where are we when it comes to the authority of the church? And this intriguing Bible passage has much to teach us about authority and about the way God uses it and about the nature of God. And anyone who's listened to my sermons over the last few years will know that that's my passion. The question I have is, what is God like? You see, I'm convinced that God exists. I think God is wonderful. But that question of what's God like is a really, really pressing one, I think. In the readings, we come to a certain period of Jewish history. It was a strict regime with the temple leaders backed up by laws and rules and serious physical, financial punishment for those who didn't accept their authority. And of course, this provincial guy turns up saying all kinds of things they find hard to believe. And I don't think it's surprising that the first question they seem to ask is, by whose authority are you doing this? Who's your boss? Where are your qualifications? They, they probably think it's some kind of competing army has sent someone in, but it's a good question. What are your qualifications for this? The leaders are learned, serious people, and I think it's something that I probably would have asked if I was in their, in their, in their place. Now, if we accept that Jesus is God, 100% God, you might expect him, when kind of questioned about his authority, to have got on his dignity. Maybe he'd say, don't you know who I am? Which I've heard a few people say over the years. But no, he actually, in his way, dignifies the question. And he does that, not by answering it, by asking another question. It's almost a riddle. It traps the people who are questioning him. It's quite clever really, isn't it? Because if they say that he has divine authority, as he knows that he has, then they must bow to him. If they say he hasn't got divine authority, now you think this would lead to a, a revolution, a revolt, because it would mean going against what the people thought about John the Baptist and what he'd said about Jesus. I think it's brilliant, really. It's the opposite of some kind of sledgehammer approach to being slighted, to being disrespected. And I know there's some debate about this. I, I've debated this reading with, um, with people about whether it was kind of a fair question that Jesus asks. Because you kind of, there, was no, there was no really right answer. But I d detect here in the way that he deals with this big question, who do you think you are, with a very, very playful, clever and respectful emphasis for those who are questioning him. To me, it shows a lovable God with basic respect for human beings. Now, God should have, maybe could have, been crushed by the question, who are you? Who do you think you are? But he isn't. He has fun with it. And he shows that authority can be wielded and affirmed, not with a set of instructions, but by helping us to use our brains. It's a really, really, isn't it, extremely good 
way, I think, of dealing with that difficult question when our authority is undermined, when suddenly we might feel silly or stupid or we feel that we maybe should have been given more respect than we've given. It's almost as though it's a case of mistaken identity. They just can't believe that Jesus is God. They just cannot, cannot believe it. I think it's quite funny because I don't know whether you've had this, but I've certainly had cases of mistaken identity. And I could and maybe sometimes have got onto my dignity about such things. Recently, I was, um, as you may know, I, I earn my living now as a bookseller, buying, buying and selling books. And it's something I love to do. And I've not been doing it for that long, but I got invited to do a really, really important book fair. Um, and so I, I, I did it. You know, it was great. It was in York and it was wonderful. And, you know, to be surrounded by all the, the greats, really, of the trade, you know, all the great dealers and bookshops from around the world, it was, it was wonderful, really. And I, it, it was kind of probably quite easy for me to feel a bit puffed up by it, you know. I've arrived, all that kind of thing. Anyway, I was standing by one of the doors and um, one of the booksellers, who is just a bit of a legend, came up to me and I thought, oh, that's nice. He's going to come up and going to ask how I am and, and what I'm doing and, and maybe he's going to, um, you know, kind of say hi and that kind of thing. But he didn't. He came up and said, um, without a please or thank you or anything, where are the toilets? And I realised in that moment that he thought I was the doorman. He thought that I was a kind of, maybe I was a security guard there or something. And it's not the first time I've been mistaken for all kinds of things over the years. I've been, I'm frequently mistaken for a bouncer. I've, uh, I was once mistaken as an undercover police officer in a pub in South London. It happens. But I suppose in a way, and I did take it with good grace... It doesn't, it's important not to get too much on our dignity. Who do you think you are? Well, the only thing that I know is that I'm a son of God. I'm ordained in the church of God. And any authority that I have needs to be wielded very, very carefully. But it's not from me, it's from him. So, authority matters. Truth matters. It's not something to be thrown away lightly. I mean, I want a doctor or a lawyer or a priest to have the authority that comes from learning and compassion and experience and excellence. Authority matters as long as we know where it comes from, I think. In Reggie Perry, Reggie goes to the doctor. He's a wonderfully inept doctor. And he describes his symptoms, hot flushes, headaches, lack of appetite, heart pounding. The doctor repeats all the symptoms back, he pauses, and then he says, hmm, I wonder what's wrong with you. That's not what we want. We want people to help us and to guide us and to ask us the kind of questions that help us to make our own minds up. So, what's my call this week, based on this intriguing reading? And of course I'm preaching to myself as well, preachers always are. I want to examine the way I use and exercise authority at home and at work. I want not to get on my dignity. I want to try and take Jesus' example and accept that I'm not the centre of the world. God is.
Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. The response to the bidding, Lord of the years, is we give you thanks. Lord of the morning, we thank you for the many blessings you give us each day and ask you to hear the prayers we offer. We pray for your church throughout the world and for our own church of St Bride, for Alison our rector and Jeff and Steve our associate priests, and for our family and friends. Watch over them and keep them safe. Lord of the years, we give you thanks. Father of hope and love, hear our prayers for all who hold positions of responsibility and leadership. Guide them towards a time of peace and harmony to work for a better tomorrow. Our thoughts turn to the victims and their families who are suffering as a result of recent devastating natural disasters and of the continuing conflict in Ukraine. Bless us with the assurance you are in all things, the tragic and the beautiful, the darkness and the light. We give thanks for the work of relief agencies and those providing emergency assistance. We pay tribute to the men and women, past and present, serving in our armed services and for all working in the local and international media. Lord of the years, we give you thanks. Hear our prayers for all who are unhappy or depressed, the homeless and all whose lives are shattered and broken and generally finding life difficult to cope with. Comfort them in their misery, when each day seems long and arduous. 
We give thanks for the volunteers and care workers who provide shelter, food and comfort to all in need. Healing God, we ask you to be with all who are unwell or suffering and make them better. Give peace to the anxious, courage to the fearful and rest to the weary. Lord of the years, we give you thanks. God of the spirits, we remember those we have loved who have reached the end of their earthly life and are now at rest in your eternal kingdom where the clouds of earth's sorrow are lifted. Their memory shines brightly as the stars that light up the darkest night. In the moment of quietness, we bring before you all who are in need of our prayers and those who have no one to pray for them. Lord of the years, we give you thanks. Lord of the seasons, as the daylight hours gradually shorten, we reach for you from our quiet places. May we stand still and listen to the rain, watch the play of sunlight and shadow on the leaves in autumn's golden glow. We thank you for your creation, quiet places and stillness, from which we will reach out to each other. Merciful Father, accept, accept our these prayers for, for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Christ is our peace. He has reconciled us to God in one body by the cross. We meet in his name and we share his peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy, at all times and in all places, to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. For he is your living word. Through him you have created all things from the beginning and formed us in your own image. Through him you have freed us from the slavery of sin, giving him to be born of a woman and to die upon the cross. You raised him from the dead and exalted him to your right hand on high. Through him you have sent upon us your holy and life-giving spirit and made us a people for your own possession. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing.
accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood. Who, in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith, receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts, by faith, with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this world in the most of the world, trusting in our own righteousness, but 
Let us pray. Lord, we pray that your grace may always precede and follow us and make us continually to be given to all good works. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen.
of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.